Good morning. We welcome the candidates for graduation, their parents, relatives, friends, faculty, and staff to this 131st year of commencement exercises at LDS Business College. We express appreciation to Linda Margetts at the organ for pro providing today's prelude, pro processional, choir accompaniment, and recessional music. We recognize and extend a special welcome to Elder Dale G. Renlin of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and his wife Ruth, and to Elder Kim B. Clark, Commissioner of the Church Educational System and General Authority 70. I am also grateful to acknowledge my wife, Alinda. We also welcome members of the College's President's Council, Academic Council, administrators, and faculty who join us on the stand today. We're grateful to college and staff and church facilities who uh, have worked so diligently to organize and prepare today's proceedings. The invocation will now be offered by Daniel Hiram Hart, a graduate in accounting from Puyallup, Washington, and a return missionary from the Kyiv, Ukraine mission. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're grateful for this day that we have to celebrate our graduation for the many opportunities that Thou has given us, for the opportunity to attend Elias Business College. We're grateful for Thy love and Thy mercy and for helping us to develop uh, essential skills and talents at our time at Elias Business College and to help us in our pursuit to become more like disciples of Jesus Christ. We're grateful for this opportunity to um, recognize the accomplishment of all those here. And we're grateful for modern day prophets and apostles, for modern day revelation, an opportunity that we have to receive revelation for ourselves. We pray that we might be able to uh, take the feelings that we have here and to take them out into the workforce to use the many skills and abilities and talents that we have developed and to share them with those around us. We pray that that would bless us and bless um, all those who are here today. We ask that that would bless the missionaries all across the world that they might be able to have thy spirit with them. And we pray that thy spirit might be here today. And these things we pray in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, amen. These exercises are being held to recognize the achievement of the students seated here today and honor the support of parents and others who have helped and encouraged each of them along this educational journey. A commencement such as this is a great occasion, even a cause for celebration. We meet this morning in a historic and dedicated building of worship, a setting where we invite the presence of the Holy Ghost to teach, instruct, and edify each of us. As we acknowledge the graduates today, you are invited to do so in a reverent way, refraining from shouts of joy calling out names or engaging in any other behavior that would detract from the Spirit. Please join with me now 
in setting the pattern to invite the spirit as we give a round of applause to these wonderful students. We congratulate each of you for this significant accomplishment. We will now hear a musical selection from the BC Choir, Where Can I Turn for Peace? The choir is directed by Brother Richard Decker, one of our institute instructors, and accompanied by Linda Margitz. Following the choir, we'll hear remarks from Elisa Bevzuk, a graduate in social media marketing from, from Venetia, Ukraine, and a return missionary from the Lviv, Ukraine mission. After Elisa's remarks, it will be my pleasure to address the graduates.
Elder Randall, Elder Clark, President Kush, faculty, administration, parents, friends, fellow students, and graduates. I'm honored for this opportunity to share some of my thoughts as a member of this year's graduation class. It's hard for me to believe that this day is here. I still remember two years ago when I first arrived at LDS Business College. It was new, unfamiliar, exciting, and a little frightening. By the second week of the semester, I was thinking, how will I do this? These classes are not easy. I kept saying to myself, it's just two years, then you're done. Just do it, and time will fly. But a quiet thought came to me. It's not about the destination. It is about the journey. I realized my approach had been wrong. Two years at LDS Business College turned out to be my best two years. I can hardly find words to express what my student experience meant for me and how it has changed me. Business 101 was one of my most challenging classes. I found it difficult to understand what was being taught. My first exam lasted two hours, but it seemed like it would never end. I cried because I didn't feel up to the challenge. The moment test was over, I was grateful. I didn't quit. I learned that personal development comes through experience that strengthens us. My grade in Business 101 ended up being my highest grade that semester. I was surprised to see how something I was initially so scared of taught me that I could accomplish difficult things. Growing up, my father taught me that education brings confidence. You might not remember every math formula or a definition of a term, but we will remember the feelings of how we passed that hard test or finished that long paper. That is the feeling of accomplishment. I've learned to dream big and that I'm more capable than I thought. I hope we all have set goals for this for the future. Let's visualize them as if they're present and let's start taking steps to accomplish them. Miracles will happen. Perhaps you're, you've heard the expression, every ending is only a beginning. Today, we finish one part of our lives and begin another. Let's remember the people we've met, keep strong the relationship we built, use the knowledge we've gained, and continue to apply the skills we've developed at LDS Business College. I sincerely wish that all of our dreams come true and that every day something wonderful happens that makes us smile and appreciate life's journey. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. As I begin my remarks this morning, I'd like to share some details about these graduates. Today, we will award 405 two-year degrees and 72 certificates to 335 graduates. 187 of the graduates are women and 148 are men. 202, or 60%, have served full-time missions, and 61 of our graduates are married. 212 of the graduates are from the United States. 123 are from 35 different countries and represent 
of the students graduating today. That we have so many students from around the world is one of the things I love most about the college. We truly are a global community of saints learning from and lifting one another. Now, graduates, if you are the first person in your family to be receiving a diploma today, would you please stand? That is a wonderful accomplishment. Thank you. I hope each of you graduating today may feel a sense of accomplishment and achievement. You have worked hard to reach this point in your education, and I invite the audience to give our graduates a sincere and heartfelt round of applause. Now, would all the graduates please stand? And would the faculty and staff of the college please stand? Now, graduates, these brothers and sisters love you and have given of themselves to serve you in remarkable ways. Would you please now give them a round of applause to express your gratitude for all they have done to bless your lives. Thank you. The faculty and staff may be seated. Now, parents and family members, would you please stand that are here today with your graduates? Graduates, please, please stand back up if you would. Now, as those of you graduating today look around this historic tabernacle, and hopefully you can find your family and friends, I hope you can feel the depth of the joy and the love that they are feeling today as they celebrate with you. And I think it would be appropriate for the graduates to express their love and gratitude for their families with a round of applause. Thank you. you. You may be seated. Now, my dear friends, as you conclude this season of learning and study at LDS Business College, we send you forth with our prayer and desire that you will forever be capable and trusted disciples of Jesus Christ. Go forward with optimism and faith and trust and confidence in the Lord. And as you do so, there are two words I hope you will carry with you in your hearts and minds, no matter where in the world the Lord may lead you. These two words are remember and decide. Please remember the unique blessing and privilege it has been to study and learn at one of the Savior's institutions of higher education. And remember that consecrated ties of members of the Church from all over the world have made this possible. Many of you have received scholarships and sponsorships while here, made possible because generous donors have decided to make an additional contribution to your education. Remember them and show your gratitude through your righteous efforts to bless others in similar ways when the day comes that you may have the means to do so. Remember and follow the counsel of President Russell M. Nelson, who has exhorted us to stay on the covenant path. Honoring the covenants you have made and will yet make will help you put on the whole armor of God and should be the focus of your lives every single day. You will no doubt one day ask, with all the demands on me, 
How do I keep my life in balance? I would offer this as a measure. If ever the day comes that something in your life becomes more important to you than keeping your covenants, your life will be out of balance, calling for immediate corrective action. Remember also the words of Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, who said, The power of your covenants is greater than the power of temptation. Remember that the worth of your soul is great in the sight of God, that you are His beloved son or daughter with eternal, divine potential and with a future that is as bright as your faith. A fundamental blessing and characteristic of our eternal existence is the gift of moral agency, our freedom to choose and act for ourselves as agents. You and I are faced with decisions every day. Gratefully, scriptures, inspired counsel, and most importantly, the gift of the Holy Ghost all help us make wise, correct decisions. Some decisions you will make will be quite easy. Others may be more difficult and challenging. At times, you might want to sit down and just have a good cry. And when you find yourself in that situation, consider these words from C.S. Lewis, who said, Crying is all right in its way while it lasts, but you have to stop sooner or later, and then you will still have to decide what to do. Another person once said, It's not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. So, my dear friends, I invite you to decide that you will forever anchor your lives and your values on the teachings of living prophets and the doctrines of the Church, which are the Savior's teachings and the Savior's doctrines. Study them, live them, believe them, and apply them, and never, ever forsake them. As you do this, I testify that your lives will be filled with light. The Holy Ghost will be your guide and companion, and the decisions you will make will be those that will lead you to happiness in this life and in the life to come. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. It is now my honor to represent the Board of Trustees of LDS Business College in conferring the associate degrees and certificates upon those who have completed the approved academic programs and requirements. Craig Bell, the academic vice president, will introduce the graduates. On behalf of the faculty and the dean of faculty, we extend our congratulations to each graduating student today and would ask that you please arise. The time has come. <laughs> President Cush, according to the certification provided by the dean of faculty and each program chair, these candidates have successfully completed the work prescribed by LDS Business College for graduation. I therefore recommend that each candidate is granted the appropriate degree or certificate as indicated in the official commencement program. On behalf of the college and upon recommendation of the academic vice president and pursuant to the authority conferred upon me by the Board of Trustees, I hereby confer upon each of you the associate degree or certificate as indicated on the program. Graduates, you may now change your tassels from the right to the left side, signifying your formal graduation. Please join with me in extending to these graduates our sincere congratulations.
Diplomas will be mailed to the graduates upon final certification of their last semester's work. In this commencement exercise, we have conferred 405 degrees and 72 certificates. Now, graduates, you are each now officially alumni of LDS Business College. And as such, I am pleased to announce that on Wednesday at the meeting of the Board of Trustees of the Church Educational System, approval was given to allow LDS Business College associate degree graduates direct acceptance into the BYU-Idaho online program. The details of this will be provided shortly, but we are excited for this wonderful blessing and opportunity for our graduates to continue their education from any location. I congratulate you and wish upon you God's choicest blessings. You may now be seated. It will next be our pleasure to hear from Elder Kim B. Clark, Commissioner of the Church Educational System and General Authority 70. Following Elder Clark's remarks, we will be privileged to hear from our commencement speaker, Elder Dale G. Renland of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. And a brief introduction to Elder Renland. Elder Dale G. Renland was sustained as a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles at the October 2015 General Conference. Prior to his call as a general authority for the Church, he was a physician. And before Elder Renlund's call to the Quorum of the Twelve, Sister Ruth L. Renlund was an attorney. The Renlunds have one daughter. Following Elder Renlund's remarks, we will provide instructions and invite the graduates to come forward to receive their diplomas. I'm grateful to be with you on this very happy day. This is a day to celebrate what you've done and to look forward to the next wonderful, important stage of your lives. There is ahead of you an eternal family, opportunities for work, additional education, and service in the Church and in your communities. The years ahead will be a time of learning that will lead to righteous growth and change. In fact, this is precisely Heavenly Father's plan. You and I are here to become more knowledgeable, more understanding, more capable, more skillful, and more useful. Our Father in Heaven wants us to learn to act with greater power, wisdom, kindness, and love in serving Him and our brothers and sisters. Now, I know that learning is not easy. Life and mortality and the natural man and woman in all of us makes it hard to keep learning. It's hard to stay open to new ideas and new ways of working. Sometimes the Lord's plan for stretching us and challenging us is hard. It can be hard to stay ready to repent and ready to grow and change in righteous ways according to the Father's plan. In the face of these difficulties, it is not surprising that we sometimes think, there's no way I can do this. But there is a way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way, and He's given us the perfect teacher, guide, and companion to help us. 
through the redeeming power of Jesus Christ, we have been given the gift of the Holy Ghost. Listen to these examples of the gifts and blessings that come through the ministry of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost guides us into all truth, teaches us all things, shows us all things what we should do, strengthens us with divine power, gives us gifts of wisdom, knowledge, faith, discernment, sanctifies us so that we are spiritually born of God with a mighty change in our hearts. My dear brothers and sisters, these blessings mean that the Holy Ghost will help us learn, grow, and change throughout our lives. With all the energy of my soul, I invite you to rise up to these great privileges the Lord Jesus Christ makes available to you. Here are four things you can do that will help you keep the commandments of the Lord and bring the Spirit into your lives. Number one, seek to learn with and through the Holy Ghost. Whether you are in formal schooling, at home in your family, at work, in the church, serving in the temple, or out in your communities, the Lord will open up opportunities for you to learn deeply through your own study and by the teaching of the Holy Ghost. Number two, pray about your experiences and what you're trying to learn. Thank your Heavenly Father for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ask your Father in Heaven to bless you with His Spirit and teach you what He wants you to know. Ask Him to help you become more capable of effective, righteous action and seek His help to become what He wants you to become. Number three, act on the impressions you receive. If you pray with real intent, the Holy Ghost will prompt you with insights and with assignments from the Lord. When you act on them, the Holy Ghost will bless you with spiritual gifts and will magnify your capacity. Number four, record, excuse me, write those experiences down. Record what you receive at the Lord's hand and what you learn through the power of the Holy Ghost. Review what you write and rejoice with gratitude for the blessing of the Holy Ghost in your life. As you do these things over and over again, the spirit of revelation will grow in you and the Holy Ghost will become your companion and your true teacher. There will grow up in your mind and your heart a great spirit of learning. Your desire to learn deeply, to grow, and to change will increase. And through the mercy and grace of Jesus Christ, you will rise up and claim the great blessings your Father in Heaven has prepared for you. I know that is true of my own experience and by the witness and power of the Holy Ghost. I so testify in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. What a great day. 
Congratulations to all who have been awarded diplomas or certificates. Um, and thank you to all who have helped, parents, siblings, faculty, staff, and friends. But you should all feel terrific about what you've done and what you've accomplished. There's so many of us that feel very, very proud of you. Now's a natural time to think about your future. Where will I go? What will I do? What will happen in my life? And when will it happen? I'm going to answer that. I don't know. Life's a great adventure. But there is something I do know, and it's what this wonderful choir sang about. Not only do we turn to the Savior for peace, and not only is He the only source that never ceases to make us whole, it's to Jesus Christ that we look for guidance, comfort, and direction. The Savior's instructions to His disciples about preparing for the future is also a model for you and for me. Recall with me the time when Jesus taught his disciples about the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem and his second coming. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be which thou hast said concerning the destruction of the temple? And what is the sign of thy coming? He told them they wouldn't know and they couldn't know. This is just the same as for you and for me. We cannot know our futures. But the Savior then answered the question that they could have asked and maybe should have asked. How do we prepare for the Second Coming? Today is a perfect day to ask, how do I prepare for my future, not knowing what my future holds? Gaining an education, skill, or trade is a wonderful way to prepare for your future. Yet the Savior's answer to this question is even more important. It is to be loyal to Jesus Christ. It's to not be deceived, not take offense and be stirred up to anger against that which is good. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come and shall deceive many, and then shall many be offended, and they shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. Brothers and sisters, you know the truth. The Holy Ghost, that Elder Clark spoke about has witnessed of the truth to you. When others coming professing to know the truth and try to deceive you, believe it not. When others cause offense, don't take offense. Be loyal to Jesus Christ. Be a true disciple. Reject false prophets and their teachings. Elder Clark gave you four things. I'm giving you four things. So I hope it's not squared to be 16. It's just eight. The second thing, besides don't be deceived, be loyal to Jesus Christ, don't take offense, the second thing is what Elder Clark spoke about, is to be receptive to the Holy Ghost. In answering his disciples' question about 
answering the question they should have asked, how do we prepare for the future? Jesus Christ in Matthew 25 now gives three parables that answer this. The first one, uh, the, the first of these begins this way. And then at that day, before the Son of Man comes, <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto, and then come these three parables. And you're very familiar with the first one. It's the parable of the ten virgins. These ten virgins were watching for the bridegroom. <clears throat> when he came, five had no oil in their lamps. They went out to buy, and then it was too late. The five who had oil in their lamps were described as wise. They were able to go with the bridegroom. The Lord has told us in modern revelation the interpretation of this parable. He said, For they that are wise and have received the truth and have taken the Holy Spirit for their guide and have not been deceived, verily I say unto you, they shall not be hewn down and cast into the fire, but shall abide the day. How does this help you prepare for whatever happens in your future? The answer is to live so the Holy Ghost is your constant companion. This is how you prepare for the bridegroom and for what life brings, come what may. President Russell M. Nelson at April General Conference said this, Through the manifestations of the Holy Ghost, the Lord will assist us in all our righteous pursuits. We can pray and receive guidance and direction, be warned about dangers and distractions, and be enabled to accomplish things we simply could not do on our own. I urge you to stretch beyond your current spiritual ability to receive personal revelation. Our prophet is saying status quo is not good enough. Our skill in receiving revelation is insufficient. We need to do better. And he taught us how we should. He said, nothing opens the heavens quite like the combination of increased purity, exact obedience, earnest seeking, daily feasting on the words of Christ in the Book of Mormon, and regular time committed to temple and family history work. Worthiness, obedience, sincere inquiry, scripture study, like a hungry person coming to a feast, and participating in the redemption of the dead. These things open the conduit. President Russell M. Nelson also promised that as you continue to be obedient, expressing gratitude for every blessing the Lord gives you, and as you patiently honor the Lord's timetable, you will be given the knowledge and understanding you seek. The conduit remains open with ongoing obedience, expressions of gratitude to God, and patience with the Lord and His time temple. The combination that opens heaven and that leads to the companionship of the Holy Ghost often doesn't happen overnight. This oil must be consistently sought, drop by drop, day by day, and cannot be borrowed. You cannot borrow a worthy person's temple recommend and think that that confers worthiness on you or grants you the skill to hear the whisperings of the Holy Ghost. Nothing prepares you more for your unknown future 
than having the companionship of the Holy Ghost. The third thing I'd mention is to magnify your God-given talents. The Lord has given you talents and spiritual gifts, and you're to build on them. In the next parable in Matthew 25, parable of the talents, the kingdom of heaven was as a man traveling to a far country. He delivered his goods to his servants. To one he gave five talents, to another he gave two talents, and to one he gave one talent, according to their differing abilities. Then he took his journey. Both the five and the two talent servants traded what they had been given and doubled their talents. But the one servant talent digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the man comes back. He is equally pleased with the five and two talent servants, but he's unhappy with the one talent servant. The message is that as you prepare for your unknown future, it doesn't matter how many or what talents you have. Magnify them. If the one talent servant had magnified his talent, the Lord would have been pleased with him, just as he was pleased with the two and the five talent servants. The one talent servant would have been told, well done, and he too would have been welcomed into the Lord's rest. In the 1700s, hundreds in what's now Turkey, there was a man uh, named Zusya. He's referred to as Zusya of Anapol. He was a Hasidic Jew and had become a great teacher, and he amassed many, many disciples. As he grew to an extremely old age, he started to worry about his death. His disciples came to him and said, Master, you have lived an exemplary life. Surely God will reward you. Why do you tremble? He answered, When I stand before God, should he say to me, Why weren't you another Moses? I will answer, You did not give me the greatness of soul. If he asks me, Why were you not another King Solomon? I will answer, You did not give me the wisdom. But if he asks, Zusya, why were you not Zusya? Why were you not the person I gave you the ability to be? That is why I tremble. We all need to magnify the talents we've been given and be the person the Lord has given us the gifts that He's given and then magnify them. The fourth, using your talents you serve and bless God's children. In the parable of the sheep and the goats, God segregated his children based on whether they had given meat when he was unhungered, given drink when he was thirsty, taken him in when he was a stranger, clothed him when he was naked, visited him when he was sick, whether they came to him when he was in prison. Both those on the right, the sheep in the metaphor, and those on the left, the goats in the metaphor, asked, Lord, when saw we thee unhungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink, or didn't? When saw thee we a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee, or not? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee, or not? And the king says to both, Verily I say unto you, 
Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. The king will say to those on his right, Come ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And to those on his left he'll say, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Service to God's children brings blessings to you as well as to his children. Our prophet, President Russell M. Nelson, asked us at General Conference to implement a newer, holier approach to caring and ministering for others. That's what this last parable of the Savior is directing us to do. I'd like to illustrate with a poem I heard over and over and over in my childhood. My father was born in northern Finland. He loved Finnish literature. Finnish literature, to me, never seemed to have a happy ending. It was along the lines of, you fight against impossible odds, and then you die. My dad would read his four children these sad stories from Finnish literature, and he'd conclude, and we'd look at each other and say, what was that? It was like reading the book of Job without a happy ending. He read this poem about a poor uh, farmer named Pavo, who lived with his wife and ten children in Sarajärvi in the lake region of central Finland. Several years in a row, some combination of a runoff from spring snowmelt, summer hailstorms, or an early autumn frost killed most of his crop. Each time the meager harvest came in, his wife said, Pavo, Pavo, you unfortunate old man, God has forsaken us. Pavo in turn said, Woman, mix bark with the rye flour to make the bread so we and our children won't go hungry. And I'll work harder to drain the marshy fields. God is testing us, but he will provide. Every time the crop was destroyed, Pavo directed his wife to double the amount of bark she mixed with the bread to ward off starvation. Poor Pavo worked even harder. He dug ditches to drain the marsh to decrease its susceptibility to the spring snowmelt and exposure of an early autumn frost. Finally, Pavo harvested a rich crop. Overjoyed, his wife said, Pavo, Pavo, these are happy times. It's time to throw away the bark and bake bread made only with the rye. But Pavo took his wife in hand and said, Woman, mix half the bread with bark for our neighbor's fields have frosted over. That's typically Finnish. And left unstated in the poem was what Pavo would do, that he and his family would share with the neighbor. In this case, service to another human being would save them both. Pavo somehow knew that when you're in the service of your fellow beings, you're only in the service of your God. So first, be loyal to Jesus Christ 
and what you know to be true. Don't be deceived. Don't take offense. Don't get stirred up to anger against that which is good. Second, be receptive to the whisperings of the Holy Ghost. Do what's necessary to have Him as your constant companion. Third, magnify your God-given talents. It doesn't matter how many or what talents God has given you, magnify them. And fourth, using your talents, serve and bless God's children. As you do so, you'll be prepared for whatever you face in this life. You'll be prepared to meet God, having accomplished your mission in mortality. I know that these things are true, and I certainly pray that God will bless and watch over and protect you, that you'll be guided as you go through your life, that you'll receive blessing in great abundance, that you'll be able to be ready in life for whatever comes. I invoke a blessing on you that you will be blessed, protected, and helped in every righteous endeavor. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you, Elder Clark, and thank you, Elder Renlund, for your words of counsel and encouragement. As we proceed with the presentation of diplomas and certificates, we remind the congregation again that cheers or shouts of joy and exuberance are not appropriate in the tabernacle nor at this commencement service, and ask that you please hold your applause until all the diplomas have been awarded. We will award diplomas by academic disciplines in the order listed in the program. When all students have received their diplomas, it will then be appropriate to recognize them with a round of applause. I would also refer you to information in the printed program regarding photography. If you would like to take photos, please do so from your seats or behind the roped-off area at the front of the tabernacle. After the presentation of diplomas and certificates, our 131st commencement exercises will conclude with the BC Choir singing True to the Faith under the direction of Richard Decker and accompanied by Linda Margitz. Following the musical number, the benediction will be offered by Kimberly Susan Arana, a graduate in business management from Lima, Peru, and a return missionary from the Spain-Barcelona mission. Following the benediction, the graduates, faculty, and staff will commence the recessional to leave the tabernacle. We ask that the audience please stand during the recessional. Once all the graduates have left the tabernacle through the north and south doors, we invite you to proceed outside to meet them and to greet them. We now invite the graduates to come forth forward as instructed.
Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Applied Technology. Sophia Sue Cutler. Olivia Shingleton. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Business Management. Da James R.G. Makwadang Kabanatan. Elizabeth McLeod. Gary Lopez. Krista Sarah Housley. Pablo Runcoy. John Quincy Archer. Joshua Paul Chamberlain. Mary Sedona Crosby. Catherine Fletcher Harmon. Indira, Indira Susana Canton Marquez. Gustavo Zioli. Alexa Shea Vance. Ricardo Antonio Martinez. Lina Paola Jenkins. Carlo Andre Reyes. Canyon Bree Bly. Sandy Marie Coberly. Austin Tyler Case. Ashley Marie Stevens. Robert Corwin Palmer. Joseph Wayne Higley. Preston Mark Bickle. Erson Bucaro. Tyson Benjamin Mendez. Emily Lucille Crozier. Adriano Rodriguez Lipi. Joshua Allen Child. Valeria Vaca Guzman Balata. Christian Velasquez Ugaldi. 
Paulina Yurevich. Alfredo Nahara. Estefanie Contreras Cheng. Elvin Giovanni Galindo. Francisco Ricardo Fierro Merchant. Marcela Soto Castro. Julio Cesar Treo Vasquez. Joshua M. Sommer. Adam Daniel Pridham. Dakota Odin Leon. Leah Harutunun Rosalie Curcio Washburn Lance Charles Casagranda Erica Lopez Cortez Kimberly Arana Calderon. Kiana Robinson. Hiberto Carlos Gomar. Fabiola Navajo Aela. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Business Entrepreneurship. Jean Jean uh, Pierre Perret, Ana Maria Segura Moya, Paula C. Basa Benitez, Tabitha Greenwood, Cody J. Hamilton. Gilson Benitez. <clears throat> Ian M. Valdras. Diogo Gifreitas Nevis. Catherine Nicole Fraley. Alejandra Martinez Hernandez. Joshua E. Vences. Danielle Colega. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Business, Global Supply Chain and Operations. Mariana Chavez. Adam Walsh. Rosa Baker. Camila Gomez Alcina. Carlos Gomez.
Maonri Gomez Hernandez. Two-year associate of applied science, business professional sales. J. Ryan Smith. Maximilian Wolfgang Niever. Alejandro Jose Lopez Medina. Carol Alejandra Lopez Medina. Margie Casillas. Sandra Vanessa Corvallon. Dylan John Shilden. Two-year associate of applied science, business project management. Kevin Pereira Meckler. Amaro Lucena. Melina Fabiola Pacheco Napa. Charles Daniel Kaleki Ka Ohei Carol. Nephi J. Aguiar. <clears throat> Two year associate of applied science, business, social media marketing. Ricardo A. Reher. Kelly Young. Mayumi Hunda Thompson. Ashley Beezer. Melanie Butler Van Bosi. Emily Joy Coombs. Alicia May Pollock. Stephanie Roberry. Robert Norfleet. Zachary Nelson Jones. Alex Benson. Alice Helena Deplano. Sergio David Valdez. <coughs> David C. Anyanwu. Isaac Cachatorian. Monica Ariel Wilson. Kaipo James Tavita Cavillani Fittissimano. Andres Herrera. Daniel Page. Jessica Makita Capitan. Isabel Baracho Casado Chifarias. Jessica Hikoi Basi Machias. Jerusa Benajors Rodriguez Nobre. Miriam Nalban. Nalbandian. <clears throat> Genesee 
Celine Gardner. Kennedy Blail, Blyle. Colleen Marie Brickley. Karina Vera. Rosa L. Alvarez. Rocio del Carmen Espejo Heredia. Alisa Bebziok. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Information Technology, Business Intelligence. Svetlana Solovaya. Jason Edward Mott. Marilia Gabriela Mendez Gisosa. David Michael Liu. Natalie Hansen. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Information Technology, Cybersecurity. Jacob, Jacob Devin Hansen. Onelda Lufta. Frank Flores. Ammon Saunders. Chapter Do. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Information Technology, Database Administration. Alice Naomi Anastasia Compton. Two-year Associate of Applied Science and Information Technology, Network Engineering. Darius Hall. Matthew Allen Rupert. Oyuki Mendoza Inglesias. Andre Fernando Simoins Neto. Damian Stanley Ahamba. Andres Ismael Orihuela Lozano. Ricardo Ferreira Suarez. Jose Daniel A. Acuna. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Information Technology, Server Administration. Durga Raju. Leonardo Lemos Noronha Vieira Santos. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Information Technology, Software Development. Irendira Caraveo Aragon. Clauber Rocha Oliveira. Glenn J. Turnbow. Nicholas Cerqueira Agarita. Danilo Chequid. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Information Technology, Systems Analysis. Victor Machias Pedreira. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Professional Sales, Accounting. Roberto Garcia. 
Janet Orozco. Cassandra Marie Judd. Lilia Amzina. Agustin Diaz. Amanda Paige Littlewood. Alexander C. Barrington. Casey Ray Wall. Tatiana Hayner. Audrey Johnson. Rebecca Yader. Metuyi Tukuwafu. Carlos Alvarez. Katia Michelle Hernandez Carrillo. Gustavo Tenorio Sampaio. Wellington Pimentel. Brindy Ann Nuttle. Ricardo Condom Sainz. Daniel Hiram Hart. Jair S. Araujo dos Santos. Camila Zapata. Karen D. Cortez. Rayleigh Busk. Lauren Ruth Cole. Allison Bree Hendricks. Spencer Allen Broadhead. Austin Keller. Yatsu Buendia. Giuliani Christine Nunez Fejaz. Jimena Gonzalez. Chaz David McKinney. Two-year Associate of Applied Science, Professional Services, Interior Design. <clears throat> Emily Jane Johnson. M. Laurie Near. Excuse me. Laurie Near. Tammy Bird. Giovanna Colici Santos. Riley Catherine Benham. Marin Elizabeth Ray. Chad Christopher Thompson. Benjamin Ira Ames. Ira Ames. Karina Galicia Zuviri. Sandra Naomi Romero Vasquez. Rochelle Ferramond. 
Natasha Dawn Sharts. Marissa Ann Sellers. Emma Jean Lewis. Marissa Mackenzie Oglesby. Julie Ann Canfield. Lauren Renee Allen. Mikkel Smith. Yulia Chakridzava. Jasmine Natalie Vega. Heather Shawnee Ivans. Courtney Solemn. Hallie Gooch. Brooke Cude. Joshua Maddox. Anna Fernandez. Cynthia Fusel. Jessamine Campbell, two-year associate of applied science, professional services, executive medical assistant. Anthony Vincent Mullins. Brenda Garcia Xavier. Elizaveta Kegorodova. Cami Joe Munro. Jacqueline Escalona. Rosie Iga. Alexandria Lindsay. Brittany Dawn Parsons. Brielle Danae Buchanan. Sa'i Moana Arlene Migaun. Stephanie Yanath Diaz Torres. Maria Elena Bobadilla Rios. Adela Elizabeth Brown. Francisca Fernanda Woodward. Moregia Descent Gigias. Nahama Dijun Louise. Brian Erickson Fagungis. Two year associate of applied science, professional services, paralegal studies. Sarah Abel. Kelsey Ann Bailey. Charles Arden Crofts. Jared Sacedo Hien. 
Oli Francisco Cruz da Silva. Two-year Associate of Science, Integrated Studies. Garrett Brett Speak. Carlton Andrew Bowen. To George Mbaka. Corey Davidson. Melissa Davidson. Justin Dennis Cutler. Onyu Kim. Certificate in Accounting. Derek Michael Hansen. Certificate Medical Assistant. Christine Adabel Ruiz. Certificate Medical Coding. Zoe Bell Bound. Jamie Murphy. Clarissa Lee Decker. Eric Thomas Luna. Stella Francis Hunyun. Roseanne G. McElpring. Cecilia Ann Parkinson. Tammy Brinkerhoff. Certificate Paralegal Studies. Rhonda Lee Phillips Acosta. Terry P. Hansen. Fayunaina, excuse me, Fayunaina Z. Vimalnya. Certificate, Social Media Marketing. Jeffrey Sensing. Kimberly Wallace. Gianna Lauren Wilson. Mikaeus H. Corvallen. Jake Mize. Sarah Elizabeth Evans. Antonella Fernandes Castellano. Wilhelm Fique.
Our dear Heavenly Father, we are grateful for this day and for this blessing to be here. Thank thee for the wonderful privilege that we have to receive um, this recognition for our accomplishments. We are grateful for the blessing that we have to receive higher education comparable with other people in other countries. Please bless us to be better instruments in your hands and that we can um, accomplish all the goals and things that we have in our lives. We say the things and we say that we love thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.